Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's not my fault. You've been lying, saying that I took away your peace Drowning by yourself, now you wanna blame me Like you have no options, I take your options Now I'm not the problem, man that's on you, yeah You've been terrorizing me, yeah I'm always wrong you lost your mind when you dropped that bomb Girl, are you crazy? Yeah, you must be crazy I've been thinking lately Lately it's you You stole your peace Put it on me But baby, it's I like a ride, but take your stuff back, baby, it's you, 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 baby, it's you, 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 And I would never hear You've been flexing everywhere Girl, look in the mirror Man, you're so dirty Yeah, you look so dirty You were never worthy Lately, it's you You stole your peace Put it on me But baby, it's I like all right, but take your stuff back, baby, it's you. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. I am C. Mo, your host of What's Really Going On, Blog Talk Radio. I am so excited that you have decided to spend your evening listening and chatting with me, C. Mo, and my guest that I will have on tonight. Uh, I want to thank my sponsor, Healing Through Hurt and the Wall Foundation, um, before we go any further. And then I want to talk to you a little bit about my guest tonight. 
this guest, he reached out to me after he heard a few of my episodes, earlier episodes. Uh, One of those episodes was cheating versus supervised cheating. And the other one was Corona um, and being in isolation. Okay, so he reached out to me and he, you know, he thanked me. He said, I, I really like the advice you gave for, you know, things that you and your spouse or significant other could do while you're isolated. Um, and then he said the cheating versus supervised cheating. He asked me some questions about that one. And he asked me, he said, well, can you explain a little bit more about, you know, the supervised cheating? And I said, well, supervised cheating is basically like alternative lifestyles, you know, people that are in uh, long-term relationships. Um, some are married and, and they, but they go outside and they have these alternative lifestyles where they um, engage in sexual activities with other people and things like that. And it works for them. Um, and so he, we, we talked in uh, extended amount of time about both of those shows. And so then he asked me, he said, well, um, you know, I've been married a long time and I have cheated throughout my marriage. And, but I'm in counseling now and I'm doing some things, you know, to get, get myself back on track. And so he said, you know, growing up, this was a, this was a trait that he saw a lot. Okay, so I said, well, great, sure, you want to come on the show? Um, that's fine. So I realized the other day when I blasted out the, you know, we blasted out the promo for that show. A lot of people reached out to me on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, and they would ask, they asked me some questions. And on the, those those questions, they said, well. You know, after they read his the short bio page, they were like, well, a person has choices. They don't have to cheat, blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, that's true. Life is definitely about choices. It is about choices. But th- let's, let's look at this in a, in a slightly different way. Let's look at it like this. And don't get me wrong. I don't agree with everything that everybody does that comes on the show. I do not. But these are their opinions. I share my opinions and you have yours. But I never, you know, I'm never going to judge them or, or, you know, make them feel any type of way because that's them willing to share the story with whoever is willing to listen. Um, And plus the world at large, because I believe the program is listening around the world at this point. So I just feel like if they want to share, you know, their their stories, more power to them. Come on. I welcome that. And I'm going to listen to him with an open mind. And I, and I believe you should, too. But anyway, so, you know, a few people, you know, they, they, you know, reached out to me and they, you know, they had a lot of questions. And I said, well, the best thing for you to do is listen to this story um, as he explains it. And then if you have questions, you can, you know, feel free to call in and join the conversation. OK, so they agreed to that. Um, but OK, so statistically speaking. These are some statistics that I had pulled up um, about cheating, even prior to me doing this particular show, but just, you know, doing cheating versus supervised cheating and some other programs that I had ran before this one. Okay, so statistically speaking, it says that an estimated 10% of affairs start online. It says 40% of those online affairs, which we could probably consider those emotional affairs because they hadn't physically met yet. 40% of those online affairs eventually turn into real life affairs. That's that's a pretty high number, 40%. Then you got 9% of people who they um, they do these revenge affairs. You know, somebody else might have been cheating, so they turn around and cheating. They turn around and do the same thing. They'll cheat as well. 
Then you got 36% of people who have said that they have had affairs with their coworkers. They have had affairs with their coworkers. You got 20, 22% of males that have cheated on their wife or significant other. You got 14% female that have cheated. Okay, now these are just a few statistics. But nowhere in here does it say anything about, you know, you know, we talked to a percentage of men that said, you know, you know, we've asked this question, has your dad cheated? Has your mom cheated? And the guy says, yeah, my dad was a was a was a uh, was a rolling stone. Like I got brothers and sisters all up and throughout the neighborhood, all up and throughout the neighborhood. My daddy was out there. Daddy was pimping. Or you you ask somebody, was your mom out there? My mom was the neighborhood hoe. Everybody been all up and throughout my mom. You don't hear any any of that in these statistics, but is, but is it plausible to say that these are some scenarios that might have led people down the wrong path? You understand? You got you got men who saw their dads, you know, in and in and out of people's lives. You might have women who have seen their mom fighting around town all their lives. And then once they get of age, then they start fighting around. You know, the man might become a rolling stone. And this is, it continues on throughout their life. Do they know it's wrong? Yeah, probably so. But it's something that they've seen. So is it possible to say it could have been a learned behavior? And I'm just giving you a different way to look at things. I'm just trying to open your mind up a little bit. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm just saying, is it fair to say that? Think about this for a minute. You got people that have tried crack one time. They still on crack. They might try crack when they were 17. They 47. They still on crack. You got people that smoke weed all their life. They still smoking weed. You got people that might have had the bomb.com sex. And they could be sex addicts. You got people that done had a Big Mac and can't stop eating them. Now they on a 600-pound life episode. Do you understand what I'm saying? What I'm saying is sometimes we become accustomed to things. We get addicted to things. There's a lot of addictions out here. And what I'm saying is sometimes you got to listen to people with an open mind before passing judgment on them. I'm just saying when you listen, you got to listen with an open mind. This is also just my opinion. You might be saying, she crazy. She crazy. They know better. That's true. But we're going to listen to that story. That's why the show is called What's Really Going On? Because I want to know what's really going on when people do certain things. What's really going on? Think about this. Here's another scenario. A lot of people, you've been on quarantine over a month, right? Now, you done bought all these groceries, and you in and out the refrigerator. You know it's wrong. You know what the result is going to be, but you do it anyway. So you got two people in the house. You got you and your spouse in the house. Now, one of you is exercising every day. You going out for that run. You going out for that jog. One of you is blaming it on, on your work that you have to be at the computer all day, which we know that's not true. You ain't got to be at that computer all day. You're on the computer and you're in the refrigerator, refrigerator all day long, 
after the quarantine is over, which they say some stuff about to open today, I believe. So if you if you come out of quarantine and one of you look like Miss Stay Puff from Ghostbusters and the other one look like The Rock, like he been working out, then uh, that's another show. But anyway, um, we're going to listen to Brian's story in just a few moments. I'm going to bring him on and we're going to listen to this story with a very open mind. I appreciate you calling. We look forward to your questions. He will be um, available to answer questions right at the end of our interview. And I am so excited that you have decided to join me, Seymour, for for what's really going on. I appreciate you so much. See you in just a few moments. Okay, we are back. And just before I bring Brian on, um, I just want to make sure everybody knows the number to call in is 646-478-4726. And if at any time you want to join the conversation, you just press 1. And Brian, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, I am um, happy that you are able to join us tonight and share your story with us and Uh, I'm just going to go over really quickly um, some information that you gave us. You have been married 13 years, correct? All right, and you've been separated for two. Yep, correct. Okay. All right. Now, what I would like for you to do is tell me how you got to the point you are now, and I guess we can kind of work our way back from there. Uh, okay, let me start off. Um, start off from where I was. I was young, very young. I say around three years old. Um, you know, like I said, like my mom, she was involved with this guy, and um, he been introduced to me when I was three. And at three years old, you don't know what you know. You don't know what you know. You know, you know that um, you know somebody you know, came into your life, they treat you good, treat your mom's good, and everything like that. Basically, as years went on, you know, they had a kid together, and um, still didn't know what was going on, and then then I realized that why he couldn't stay the night, and he leave early in the morning, come late at night, come after work, didn't stay, stuff like that. Things started adding up, and um, come to find out, he was married. And um, so... He, you know, she was dealing with him for 30 years. You know, he just passed away, like, when I was 38, 39, something like that, you know. But at the same time, it just, like, um, when I saw that, it was, it just, like, it was my normal. Because it's, like, once I realized what was going on, it was acceptable. And to me and to my family as well because I have uncles and I have aunties also, you know, have husbands, uh, uncles, has wives. And, and so at family gatherings sometimes, they don't always bring their wives. They don't always bring their husbands. They bring someone else who they're dealing with. And it, was, it came acceptable. That's my normal. Basically, and I know a lot of people say, well, you have a choice. But 
when you was groomed into this, it's not a choice. It's like almost a force upon you that, that it's normal. And then when you get up an age and you start a, a relationship yourself, then it's a struggle because at the same time, you know it's wrong, but at the same time, you have all those tendencies and it's in, and, it's, and it's just in you. It's just in you. I mean, you know, have uncles, you know, give you game from from day one to how to finesse. Finesse is nothing, you know, was for me. It came very easy for me to finesse, to, to cheat, to get what I want or anything like that. But uh, it, it just, and also it taught me that my family, we wasn't never emotional attacked to anyone, you know. So that showed me also we wasn't never emotionally attached to anyone that we dealt with. And that's why I made it so easy because once I've been told, you know, don't put no feelings involved with it, and it's, it's, it's easy. But um, as I got older, I got married and everything, and it, 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 it became a struggle in, in my marriage trying to balance things because when me and my wife we get into an altercation of things or we run into a problem then the first tool I use is to cheat because that's what I feel and that's what I know you know know best because I've been taught these things you know and that I had a choice I've been taught these things ever since I was a kid you know 16, 15, 13, 12. And I've been introduced to it ever since I was three. You know, so if you could say that I have a choice, I didn't have a choice. You know, it, it, it was normal to me. And like my counselor told me before, what's normal to me is not normal to everybody else because they wasn't raised the way I was raised. Everybody's cut from a different cloth. You know, so before you be judgmental to to anything, you got to go how your upbringing, how your brain is. It's something in you that's going to trigger you to cheat in your marriage, your relationship, anything like that, you know. But but basically, I'm glad I had self-awareness to go get help with it, and uh, I'm I'm working on myself, but out out of it all, um, me coming up as a teenager, I have four kids and I have three baby mothers. And basically, I have four kids in one year. So, and um, basically, you would think someone would chastise me and say, Boy, what are you doing? This ain't right. Or no, get yourself together. Nothing. Nothing is said because it was normal. Anybody else that look out and that, that looks into this and say, well, you know what, that ain't normal. But my family, they accepted it, they embraced it. I didn't get chastised for it. You know, mom didn't say anything about it. You know, it, it was like, okay, uncles, uncles, they praise me. Boy, you doing your thing. You know, you know, it is what it is. You know, I taught you well. You know, but at the same time, 
not knowing that when I want to settle down and and be this one one man woman, and, and, and it, it 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 had it had problems in my marriage. You know because it's just like um, cheating was was like now the second name to me. Let me ask you this. Okay, now I know you said, you know, how were you when you realized, I know you said your mom, you know, was with this married man. How were you when you realized that she was with him? Well. When he was married. It was around when, when it, I say, basically it was around when they had a kid together. And okay, and at that time, how old were you? Um... At that time, I was like 12 years old. Okay. And I, I know you old. said your uncles, your uncles were doing their thing. Did you ever, like, question, did you ever say, like, Mom, you know, this, you know, he has a whole other family over here? Because at that point, you knew. So did you ever question or ask questions, or, you kind of, or did you just kind of go with the flow? I know you said that's what you saw, but me, I know I was a real inquisitive kid. So I would have been asked well, the major well, questions. Well, the thing about it is, like, say, my upbringing, the bringer, and basically where 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 I'm from and how my family are, is like, you know, a kid's in a kid's place, you know, and we don't ask questions, things like that. So if I was to say, hey, why he don't stay tonight? Why he got to leave early in the morning? Why he only come this time? You know. Right. I I just know that's that that wasn't my business, but I'm like, okay, something right about this. And when I found out that he was married, is when, you know, after my brother was born, and they got into an argument, and he was like, she was like, well, you know what I'm saying, you know, go home, stay with your wife. I've been dealing with your bullshit for the longest. You know, I'm like, whoa. The whole time I'm I'm twelve now. I didn't even know he was married. You know, like wow. You know, right. so. You know, that was an eye open on the meat. You know, I'm like, well, okay. Now I'm down now that answer a lot of questions why, you know, you know, he couldn't do certain things, go certain places and things like that. You know, everything was secretive. You know. So you know Okay, like, and then I know you said too, you had you had four uh four kids. Okay. All within did you have coaches or anybody that was talking to you about it? I know outside of the family. I know you were saying that your Simo. your uncles and everything. Simo, Simo, you yes. got a lot of comments yes. and people in the call queue. You okay. have a lot of comments okay. and people in the call queue, so we can break it right here so I can get to the comments in the chat room and we have a caller waiting in the queue too. So over in the show okay. chat room, um, uh, Jean says, I believe so. Um, let's see. Let me go back up. I think that's in response to something else. Jean says, I believe so. My father cheated, and it seemed to be ingrained in my brother. He winds up cheating on all of his girlfriends. We give his women an FDA stamp on their foreheads for two years. It seems everything good at first, then they break up because he loses interest. Um, his mother was a one-man woman. My father 
was her first and only until they went through separation. And I think my sister got that through watching my mother. Uh, Then there was another question. Why get married if you know you have no um, emotional attachment? And another response came back. Yep, men are taught to compartmentalize their feelings, so it's easy to go out and have sex without attachment. It's rare to find the same um, to find that females are the same. And the comments continue. Um, I don't think many children question what they see adults do. They just accept it, accept that it is what it is. It becomes a norm, which is where many children may become teenagers with a false sense of what relationship and sex is about. One of my best friends, who is my brother of, of almost 40 years, mom gave him a porn tape to learn about sex. He became very promiscuous and promiscuous, and still is to a degree. Oh, wow. Okay. And over here, we're going to bring on a caller. We have, uh, we have a caller with some questions for you, uh, Brian, okay? Okay, cool. Hi, caller. You're you're on the air. Hey. Okay. Hey, 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 how you doing? Okay. It's not bad if a person doesn't really have an attachment to the person they have sex with. But what did you, when you were with these girls, did you promise them anything or imply any type of um, continuing relationship with them? Well, well, basically, um, of course. I mean, of course, basically. You did. What I, what, what, what I seen, is what what I produce, and like I said before, that I was I was taught to finesse, and basically, and you say promise, I would tell them sweet nothing, and I don't know if you understand okay, sweet nothing. I would tell right, them, I, I would tell them everything off. sweet. Yeah. Okay. What you did, you also said you had no choice, and then you cherry-picked what your uh, counselor said to you, saying, well, what's the norm for you isn't the norm for everybody else. I doubt if that same counselor also told you that what you were doing was right, simply because it's not the norm. And if he or she did, that counselor should be disbarred. If you lied, also, you said on the show, I know what I was doing was wrong. But I had no choice. Uh, no. No, no, I, okay. th- th- no, I never said I had no choice. It was just like it was ingrained, it's embedded into me. Said. It was like my, 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 my choice of living. Correct. And plus my counsel yeah, said, no, 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 you me said that I, I had no I had no choice. You had a choice. You always had a choice. You chose, no, 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 no. You had chosen either to you had chosen either to lie to these girls and lead them on and then have kids, or you could have not led them on, not promised them anything, and let things go as they may. Either they stayed with you or they didn't stay with you. But when you lied okay. and you knew that you were lying, you did something wrong. You knew that you were doing something wrong, and you had a choice. And the thing about it is we all have choices, but at the same time, 
your way of living and my way of living is two different things. So basically, we got to have an open mind here. thing about it is I was introduced to this thing when I was three years old. So basically, that was my normal. I've been bred it. I've been bred it to do this. So basically, you know, that's all I saw. What you have done, so you have I'm seen doing, a lot of people do it. It did not ingrain so into your DNA. But what you saw, you, you liked, and you followed it because you wanted to. No. You liked no. it. Negative. Yes. You, well, Negative. nobody put a gun no. to your head, no. and nobody no. said no. if you Negative. didn't go to bed with these girls, that something was going to be taken away from you. No. So you did Negative. what you did because you wanted to, and then now you're trying to rationalize. Now, if you ever heard no, me before talking to people. Okay, okay, guys, guys, guys. guys. I'm I'm sorry. I appreciate you um, calling in. So I'm going to I don't mean to cut you off right here, but we have several callers in the queue. Okay. Um, no so we're going to have to get some of those calls, but I appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Okay. Hey. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Okay. Can I give like one minute so I I can address him right 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 quick. I'm I'm sure he's is he still there? Um see no, no. I mean, I mean, if if he's still no, listening, call I'm going to address what he. No, I'm I'm going to address what what he said, and okay, he ahead. he he totally he basically he totally don't understand um, what I'm saying because when you 17 and 18 and you have like no role models really like that in life, when do you come self awareness? What you doing right or wrong? If you um been seeing this all your life. So what I'm seeing and what I'm doing, I mean, thinking that it's right, but other people are thinking it's wrong. But my right is my right, and you're and basically you thinking it's wrong, and that's why my counselor always says that people we swim in two different ponds. Basically, you see things your way in your pond, I see things the way in my pond. The way it works in my pond, it works for me, and everything. So I took that self awareness. And and I'm dealing with it. Back then, I didn't have self-awareness. So, of course, I had a choice. Of course, okay, you know, that I didn't technically lie to these girls. Technically, this is what I've been, been, been taught to do. And I'm not using that as a crutch, but I'm just saying it's very clear that you have to come in grip with you and you have to do some inner searching as a person to realize what you've been doing your whole life is wrong. You know, so you have to get a grip with yourself. You know, what I did and what I went through and stuff like that, you know, do I like it? No. But once I had this self-awareness, I'm correcting it as it is now. So, I. And I just want to say real quick, the caller that, that um, was just on, feel free to call back in if you like. Oh, okay, Brian, I'm sorry. You can go ahead with what you were saying. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, 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 I'm good. So may I ask uh, Brian a question? Sure. Oh, yeah, never mind. We got some more comments. Let me read the comments over in the show chat room. I get what you're saying about you saw a certain way of living and you patterned yourself accordingly. 
When did you become aware that what you were doing and how you were treating women was wrong? Was there something inside of you back in your 20s or something or something where you felt bad about lying to women or was it a recent um rev- revelation that you needed to change that's number 1 Brian and then number 2 is it's understandable that this is what you saw growing up but at some point you learned that such behavior was wrong and you continued to do so not to take away from what you witnessed, but you have to take accountability for what you've done. Okay. Yes, I take all fully responsibility for what I've done. And um, that's why I say it calls self-awareness. And when I realized what I was doing, was wrong it is when actually I got married and I thought getting married would change the way I feel it will settle down and things like that but at the same time I should have got self-counseling for myself before I got married and dealt with those issues before but as you know as a black man, whatever. how many black men just take it upon themselves and go to counseling and say, hey, I think I have a problem. And you, you got to talk about, I'm in my 20s. So, and I realized that I have kids. I have two daughters as well. And I have to be a role model for them. So that's when I realized that I have to show them something different and what I'm doing is not right. And sometimes you and I realize I have to break the trend somewhere. The trend has to be broken somewhere because I am not that person. You know. And for me to realize what was going on, and still yet as the day as we speak, it still goes it still goes on in my family. And I'm self aware of it and do I agree with it? I don't agree with it no more or what anything like that. But um, but that that's just me. I I I I have to take responsibility for what I can do from this day forward, so I don't repeat those patterns that I repeat in the past. And so that's why I don't mind coming talking about, you know, how things became the way it came, because a lot of people say you have a choice and things like this. And, you, and technically, some people don't understand that it's it, it just it, it just like how Simo said at the beginning of the show, when you took a hit of that crap, you know, you had a choice right then and then. Say, I ain't gonna, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna do that no more. But you got addicted to it, and I can say as well, I got addicted to cheat. Because once I experienced it, I liked it. And once I realized it was wrong, I went to counseling. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, we thank you for that. But let me ask you this, too, because I know, you you know, we talked um, before the show um, a couple weeks ago, and you um, had talked about you were pretty much like a, a a basketball star in your in the town that you lived in, correct? Mm-hmm. correct? All right, and you were going, you know, several colleges had, you know, contacted you. Can you tell us what happened with that, and do you think, um, well, I'll let you explain what happened with that. Well, 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 with that, well, when I, when I was growing up as well in high school, yeah, I, I was a star athlete in high school. Um, basically, I played football, I played basketball, I played baseball. I was all around athlete, and um, and I got recruited to to a lot of colleges, and so it it, it made things more easier the women flocking to me and it, it, it just made things like like finesse and things like that but at the same time it's just like that star power is just like it made it more easier and it and, and it's just like you know it, it, it went from there and so that's how I could say that I had got those four kids in one year because of that you know and with all three of the, the women after the kids were born, they knew about each other. They talked to each other. And one 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 incident, they all showed up to my mother's house together. And I, I was out somewhere. My mother called me and said, hey, they're all here. So I went back there to the house, and we all sat down. We all would eat and everything. So it was like they knew that I dealt with this and I dealt with that one. And, but at the same time, they didn't care because I had a promising career. You know, and it made it more easier for me to see what my uncle and what I've been seeing. Like, you know what, this is, you know, the life. This is the life. Also, we have a, um, I'm going to read a few of the comments that they have in in the chat room. Okay, somewhere in the course of living and interacting with teachers, lovers, and friends, you had to learn right and wrong. Something inside had to tell you that you were doing wrong. However, it was behavior that you were used to and easy for you. Considering that you have daughters, how will you teach them about how a man should treat them? Will you be understanding of the males in their lives if they end up with someone who is unfaithful to them? You have another comment, too. Um, I think that it's what the caller was trying to impart. He was trying to get um, you, Brian, to understand that although you grew up seeing things a certain way, it's not um, genetic in nature. It's a matter of choice, and and you chose to conduct yourself in that way thinking that life worked well for you when in actuality it didn't. And then it goes on with the other comments down the line. So, okay. Well, well, actually with my daughter and, uh, and basically I love my daughters to death and I don't keep anything from them. I tell them everything. I tell them how I was. I tell them 
how I got to this point with me and my wife being separated. And I tell them, I tell them how I'm doing to avoid counseling for myself. And also, I mean, I, it just, I, I just being truthful with them. And basically, they see how I, I, I treat them as, 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 as they was growing up as kids. And that how I treat them and how I love them, because basically my father never been in my life. So one thing about me, I say that I was going, I'm going to be way better than my father and treat my kids the way that my father never treat me. And that worked out really good. That worked out really good for me because you know I, I, I treat them the way I never been treated before in life. And also, y'all got to remember, and out of this whole thing, I have coaches, um, I had teachers, and things like that. But once I got to that point in my life, I was 15, 16, 17, and I was already molded already. I was already molded. And, yeah, you do have – some callers are and some people are right about – I do – I did have a choice when, when I was 20 when I knew it was wrong. Basically, how I knew it was wrong when that's all I knew all my life, you know. And, and basically, at that age, it, it's just like it, it was normal to me. And a lot of people don't understand normal. You have a story. So you're talking about I'm I'm 18, 19, I'm 20. And I'm, I'm in my 20s. What 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 20 year old and what we grew up and saw this their whole life and said, hey, you know what? You know, I'm gonna cut this off. Back then, you know, it, it, it was it was what I know. It's, this is what I did. But it's, but it's no excuse at all. But um, at the same time, it it it, it, it did have um, a major effect on my relationships. Um, have a major effect on my marriage. But at the same time. I, I was man enough to know that and not put the blame on no one else. And not, not put the blame on no one else. But actually um, take all full responsibility of what I was doing. Okay, you have a couple more you have a couple more questions in the queue. Um, one of them says, that's great. Sometimes you can learn what not to do by watching your parents. He felt the impact of having an absent father in his life and decided that he didn't want his kids to feel the same way. So kudos to stepping up and being different and breaking that cycle. Somebody else asked, or TJ Dub asked, have you been cheated on? Have you been cheated on? And then it says, kids should always feel supported by their first love, their parents, although I can attest to not feeling supported at all, at all by mine. Um, but one of those questions was, have you been cheated on? Have you ever been cheated on? Oh, yes, um, of course, of course. Yes, I, 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 I've been cheated on. And um, one, one, one incident I can, um, can remember is by my daughter mother and actually that was my last kid mother and um, me and her been together for like six years and um, 
and we was engaged to get married and everything. So, and um, and I found out she was cheating. And um, so basically, it, it it wasn't a good feeling. It wasn't a good feeling at all. But yes, I have been cheated on. And um, but once I found out she was cheating, and it's like I, I know that I wasn't faithful as well. And, um, but it, it just, yeah, I have been teasing on. So, and from that point, we didn't do it no further. You know, I left. I left. And, um, and she pursued, um, on with her affair that she had. They ended up getting married and everything. They, they married didn't last no more than a year or whatever. But, I mean, but yeah, I have been cheated on. Okay, and and before um, I know I was I, we were talking about you you were talking about um, when you were in school, okay, and you had got groomed by several colleges, um, and you were going you were going away to college, um, but we get mm-hmm. we didn't get a chance to finish because we started going over some of the questions in the, um, in the chat room. But I wanted you to finish telling about you know what happened uh, surrounding all that and how that may have um, also yeah, had yeah. a effect on what, what's yeah. going on with you now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, several, several things can have an impact on how things play out in your life. You know, so, like like Simo said, you know, because we chatted before, um, you know, I was recruited by many colleges um, to go to school, but uh, I got accepted to go to Syracuse and um, I was supposed to be going to Syracuse, like in that August or something like that. And that June, I think June, no, I think, yeah, yeah I think it was June, July. Yeah, so it was July. Um, I end up, I, I end up getting locked up. And um, behind some of my friends, with, you know, I had really nothing to do with. You know, uh, but it it took a major tailspin on my life, a major tailspin. And, I mean, I lost everything behind that. I lost my scholarship, you know, so I lost a career. And, um, and in my 20s, it's just like, you know, like I, I was like basically coming out of high school. And... I ended up doing some time behind it, and and that that's 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 kind of crazy because you 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 prepare your whole high school going to college and you work you know you you basically work your ass off to to get a full ride to college because you know your parents can't pay for it or anything like that and I did that and for it's just to get thrown away just in a matter of a second and uh, and that had a major effect on my on my life as well. And which when I when I got out I should have I should have went to California and, and everything for that, but I did not. And so that also put a trust issue with the cheating issue. Also it put a trust issue because I didn't trust no one for a long time. A long time. Because I'm like these are my friends. I grew up with them. I mean, it was like family to me because, you know, 
they my mother know they mother they stay not in my house, they not their house. I mean, it's just like we grew up together. And and they didn't protect me at all costs at all. Um but it just like put a major tailspin on my life and it just it was it was that was one of the most the, the, the devastating blows as it, it, it felt like I let my teachers down. It felt like I let my coaches down that put all the hard work in me. It felt like I just let my whole community down. And um, even though I had all this going on, I had the, the four kids and everything, I still was good. I still was good. You know, okay. I still had we people. Have, I'm sorry. We we have a few more questions in the um in the queue. It said, wait, the question is that when you said you weren't faithful as well, do you mean she cheated in response to your cheating? No. No. At at that time, um, when me and my my, my kid's mother, um, I wasn't cheating at the time. The only thing I wanted to do is raise my daughter and I wanted to provide. And I was on the path of changing and say, you know, you know, I, I, I can't do this no more. And I, I was just like, one of, I had a point to prove to myself, but once I found out she was cheating, and then it just sent me into a total relapse, you know. So so that's what happened. All right, you have another you have another um, comment in here. It says, and that is what I wanted to know. Seems like the emotional detachment with women was because you had a trust issue and didn't want to be hurt. So instead of putting your heart into your relationship, you kept one foot out and didn't get too attached. Um, and then also someone asked, have you ever um, discussed the uh, generational infidelity with your family members? Have you ever, like, went recently maybe and talked to your mom and your, your uncles about, you know, what goes on, what, what has gone on in your family? No, I haven't. You haven't ever considered doing that? Um, basically, once I get, get myself to a point and once I finish counseling and once I right. can get the tools that I need and to approach them and let them know what I've been going through and how it had an effect on my life, and and I can come at them. But, you know, I have to be, like, you know, come with them, like, okay, this is what I've been doing this on my life, you know, which they, 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 they don't know anything. They don't know I'm going to counseling. They don't know how it didn't have a major effect on my life or nothing like that. They know that me and my wife separated, uh, but they don't know why. And, um, and, and, and so once I finish my, my, my counseling, I can have all the proper tools and maybe something, you know, uh, maybe I can't reach everyone in my family that's doing it. Maybe I can reach one or two and share some knowledge with them. Right. And I also know you mentioned when we talked before, I know you, you, you had said that it was better for you to talk to someone who didn't know you at all as opposed to talking to family members. Um, we had another question in here, and someone asked, how old are you now? Right now, um, I'm actually 40 right now. 
right, thanks for that. And we have another comment in the queue. It says, I'm surprised this counselor hasn't already invited him to bring the people that affected his perception of love in relationships. Well, I mean, basically, we are in two different, different, different states right now. So that, that, I'm sorry, that, I didn't hear the last part. No, no, no. I said that my family is not in the state that actually I, I live in. Okay. So, what what is what is your relationship like now with your wife? Oh. My relationship right now with my wife is um, <clears throat> is rebuilding the trust because I, I, I broke a lot of trust. And one thing I can say about her, she's 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 a very strong woman, very strong because she still, you know, actually stick by me going through what I'm going through. And I can say that she understands to a certain point, and sometimes I can say that she don't understand because. She was raised with her mother and her father, and she's been shown affection throughout her whole her whole life. So they are, are a very affectionate family. But so, yeah, she understands what I'm going through and everything. And um, basically, like I told her before, um, actually the, the separation. I think we needed it because if we stayed together, I, the the hurt would continue. And that gave me time to work on myself, and uh, hopefully, you know, she works on herself as well, because I'm getting all the tools to be the person that I know I am. Uh, so basically, it's you know. And we have supportive. a we have another comment uh, or question in the in here. It says, "Are they both in counseling? So are you both in counseling right now?" No. Or just you're just okay. Um, you said you married with no emotional attachment. You are working on your marriage, so does does that mean somewhere along the years you began to develop an emotional attachment? When did you realize yeah. that she was the one for you? Well, I could say my first year in marriage. I mean. I mean, we, we, we went through a lot at first in the marriage, and she said that she's not going to give up on a marriage. And, um, and she realized, because she's been around some of my family as well. She witnessed some of the things that went on within my family as well. So she distinguished those. She was probably one of the first ones that brought it to my attention to say that, you know, you know, this, you know, this is not the norm. And, um, and I think you need to seek counseling. All right. Was it a specific event that made you change, or did you just get sick and tired of being sick and tired? That was another question in the queue. Well, it's, 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 it's like this. I mean, I mean when you're out there cheating, I mean, you, you know what you, you you actually got, but you don't know what, what you're getting. It's like everybody comes with a different motive. Everybody comes with me. I mean, it's it's not like I lie and say I was I was I was single. You know, I still had my my ring on and everything. It, it just it, it's just like everybody comes with a different motive. 
and and it's just sometimes it, it just like you know you just like you know yeah correct you just get sometimes you get sick and tired of it and and um and you just question yourself sometimes and you want to challenge yourself can you be that one person to just love that one person and that's it you know and and it's and it's, and it's like a challenge to me can you love that one person because me personally I know that the finesse is still there, but at the same time, I'm, I'm trying to, me going to counseling and everything, I'm trying to bury the hatchet of that finesse, you know. You know, I mean, even though, you know, I've been in level for 13 years and everything, it's nothing I choose not to want. I choose to still be by myself for two years. I live by myself. She lives somewhere else. And I have not moved anybody else in, anything like that. And um, and either way it goes, if my marriage works or don't work, I know that whatever or whoever I be with afterward, if it don't work, that I'm not going to repeat this um, the same type of behavior again because I could have easily moved on. After the first month, second month, I could have been easy to move on. But why move on? And it's going to continue to repeat itself until you help yourself. It's going to happen again and again and again until you actually sit down and say, "Hey, you, you, you have a problem." And that's where I know that I had a problem. All right, and you have another um, comment that came into the chat room. Yes, yeah, some women are attracted to men with red, with wedding rings. It's easy to cheat when you have women who don't care about your relationship. They want the sex, and some may want the thrill of playing around secretly. And sometimes the benefits that come with secret love affairs, namely the pampering some men may do for the side chick. Uh, not sure if you've answered this already or not, but this was your separation. But was your separation the result of your infidelity? Did you start counseling after the situation? Did your wife cheat as a result? Did you feel bad because you became self-aware or because you got caught? Um, no, I, I can't say my wife cheated. You know, I, I, not one time that I could say she cheated. Um, it's been multiple occasions that it's it been women that have been brought up into our marriage. And sometimes after you see the hurt, on your wife's face, uh, you know, your significant other, you know, whoever you with, um, or what you're doing is hurting them because they love you, and and they're willing to still be there and love you throughout what you're doing, sometimes you have to say, you know what, I, I have to love myself enough to change, you know, because sometimes you, you don't want to hurt someone that you say you love if you want to get married. You know, sometimes you just, you just have to make that change. You know, so that's when I mean, that came about. Well, let me ask you this. Okay, so you guys have been, you know, separated for two for two whole years. Mm-hmm. And so do you think during that time, now when you separated, because you're living in separate houses and everything, do you think that she has dated anyone in that time 
or have you dated anyone in that two year um, time? Have you been outside of the marriage in those two years? I know you said you went to counseling or you started going to counseling, but was that right at the beginning of the separation? Was it towards the end? Well, well, once we separated, um, it, it, it was a mutual decision, you know. So we we we, we talked about it. <clears throat> so do I think she dated someone, talked to someone? I mean, at, at this point in my life, I I can't really focus on what she's doing. Or, or basically, I mean. I will hope not, but at the same time, I, I have to get myself together, and hopefully I can pull this thing back together. And by me focusing on, well, she did this, uh, she seen someone else, that uh, that uh, that actually will take away from me getting myself to where I need to be, you know. But um, me personally, um, me being separated two years when I first got separated, it was hard. It was hard because I had, I have, I, I'm basically, now I come and I go as I please and things like that. I had to learn self, the discipline. I had to learn self-discipline. You know, even though my wife is not here with me, I still have to know that I have to be home at a, at a certain time and I can't entertain any ne- negative thoughts. That's self-discipline. And that's the first Okay, we got, Okay, you got two comments in here right now. One of them says, women brought into your marriage. So you pull the women into the bedroom with your wife or it was a mutual agreement. If you said she was hurt, it was most likely she was, she was doing it to appease you and not because she wanted to. Um, I don't think, did you? I don't think you. Uh, going through counselor, you do understand now that bringing other women into your bedroom made her feel inadequate to you. She wasn't enough for you. Counseling, counseling, not counselor. Mm. Um, so I'm thinking the first, this first question makes it seem like like a threesome type deal. That's what I'm looking at. But I don't no. think you ever did anything like no. that. No, no, I, no, uh, I never did. no, 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 did. Anyone that came into my marriage, it was annoying. Un, like you didn't never know about it, you know. So it was, there was no threesome type. It was, it was just us. It was just, I mean, like you say, when you go through something in your marriage, I mean, everybody go through go through something in their relationships, their marriage, you know. And I always say the communication is the biggest key to anything because if you don't address that elephant in the room, the elephant is going to push both of you out of the room. Then next thing you know, you at the bar. Next thing you know, you're somewhere else. And someone is going to have a listening ear. And that listening ear is not going to have the same attention that you think they're going to have, that they're just listening to you. They're just going to listen to say, well, you're a good woman, you're a good man. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. Maybe she ain't doing something. Maybe he ain't doing something. Maybe I could fix this. So that's where sometimes that come about when the communication and you know we 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 did lost communication and um so that's where most of that came from as well. 
where other people became to listen in the air, but the listen in the air had other motives as well. That's true. That's true. Um, but um, again, I guess a lot of people just think, you know, a lot of it goes back to, you know, choices and things like that. Communication is very important in any relationship. And um, now, see, I'm sitting here thinking, I know you talked about, you know, you, you saw all the cheating and everything. So basically, and within your marriage, like if you you said if if you guys was having issues, whether it be financial or if you're arguing about something um, and you didn't want to talk about it, you would go out and basically, you know, go out to a bar or something, meet up with a woman. Is that kind of how that went or um, well, or was it well, like, mostly – Mostly, like, not even meet up with a woman. Mostly, it'll be like, well, you know, I'm going out. I'm going to get some fresh food. I'm going to fall, uh, something like that. And then, you know, when you get there, and um, and it just, like, when you get there, you just start talking. And the next thing you know, you know, you don't meet, you don't know this person, Adam of Blues, and they talking to you. It's just like, okay, you know, she understand me. And things like that. I don't know why my wife is not that's understandable. But at the same time, you're not putting the same foreplay that this woman has not been through the things that you put your wife through. So she don't understand. She just knowing what you're telling her right now. And that's where I say the finesse comes in at. Oh, wait. We got another um, comment in the the Q, it says, does he only have girls? I'm not sure if he said he had any sons. Yes, I do. I, 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 I have some boys. And how old are your boys? The boys are 22. 22. Your boys are, I know you remember, I remember talking to you about the boys there. They're college ball players, right? Yeah, yep, they're college ball players. They're 22 today. They actually just turned to, to 22 today. Okay. Well, happy birthday to them. Now, let me ask you this. Because you have two college-age athletes, (laughs) two college-age athletes, now, what, what, I mean, what do you tell them about dating and all this and how to treat women? What are you you telling them um, about that? Well, well, the first thing that I I talk to them about when when they got of age of, and I, I talked to them about having sex early and things like that, their future and things. It's like, you know, you know, don't have kids while you're early. You know, if you plan on having a future, you know, all all that can wait. And, um, you know, basically they, they know my story as well, you know, because I, I talk to them. They know my story as well. And, um, and so far, I mean, they're doing what they're supposed to do. They're, um, I mean, I mean, I couldn't be no happier than they both have the level level heads, and um, and um, basically they just make wise decisions on what. And we have a couple more um, comments in the queue. One of them was, "Are they exhibiting the same behavior?" And the other one is, did he shield them from the family infidelity? Good thing. 
I see the kids from there. Huh? I'm sorry. Hello. So basically, so basically, so you're saying the question was, did I shield the kids right. from that? It said, yeah, are they exhibiting not. the same behavior? What you just said, you pretty much answered it. You said you're, you're, you know, telling them how to treat women, but do they have a lot yeah. of girls chasing them? Are they um, giving yeah. in to that, basically? No, I, I tell them everything about how I've been raised and how this is not how it's supposed to be and and what you see is a false illusion and it can affect your relationships down the line if you ever get married or uh, get in a serious relationship you know this is you know you know you don't want to go through what I went through you know so you know so I I I, I talk to them and like I never had nobody talk to me the way I talk to them okay well that's a good thing um, and your girls, your girls, you said they are pretty good with, um, well, you, you said you pretty much talked to them about what to look for in a guy, teaching them how not to get a nap. Um, but I know you also mentioned that you had aunts in your family that were also kind of out there too, correct? Correct. And what kind of behavior did they display, like, back when you were young? What did you see with them? Uh, I see the same behavior. I mean, you know, um, basically, you know, they, they, their husband, you know, I call them uncles. And then, you know, they bring a friend around. This is my friend. You know, you can't tell uncle, your uncle that, you know, I had my friend over. Because you know, your uncle, your uncle don't like him, but me and him good friends, stuff like that. You know, it, it's just things like that. You know, and you don't want to cause no type of disturbance in the family. Like, you know, um, you know, auntie had a friend over, and next next thing you know, it's a big commotion. You know, so we as kids, we've been saying, hey, and the guys they bring over, they make sure that we look good. And, you know, it's almost like. Okay, okay, he, he's, he's, he's cool. He's cool. Like, you know, he, he, he get a pass. So the family stuff, I'm like, okay, the family stuff doesn't want know. My mom know him. My other uncles know him. They laughing. They talking. So, I mean, who was us as kids to, to, like, but when I got older, I still see some of the same things. Then I realized, okay, I already know what I'm saying. The time, 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 this is. So, but. Okay, now, so you and your wife, what, what, okay, are you guys going to move back in together? Are you just, um, how long, how much longer do you think you're going to stay separated? Have you talked about that? What you're going to do well, going forward? Well, the thing about it is that um, it's going on two years now, so we got to make a decision real soon about what we're going to do, or we're going to. Do it again, you know. Uh, we gonna move on, and 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 the thing about it, I come to grip with myself. I tell myself, whatever decision, and I obviously feel is what you know. I always wanna still be friends, 
um, if things say, she said, well, you know what, I can't do this no more or whatever. But I have to understand. And I realized that whatever happened, that I, I, I did it to myself. But at the same time, um, you know, I would still like to be friends and everything. But um, but it, it's it's coming on two years and um, more than almost the past two years. So we have to make a decision because, I, I mean, we can't be spinning our wheels and and just, like, holding on to this thing. And she's one place, I'm another place. And, you know, we, I mean, I'm at a point now that either we're going to get this thing together or we need to just go ahead and then we need to just go ahead and move on. Okay, well, let me see if we have any more questions in the queue. I think that is it. Um, I truly, truly, truly appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with us this evening. Um, I may invite you back sometime soon to the show. Um, and I, I really do appreciate you coming on. And I hope you have a – go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, but um, before I end, I would like to tell everybody who's listening, you know, before you, you know, any relationship you get into, I, I, I really think you should sit down with your potential boyfriend or to potential fiancé, uh, potential wifey or anything like that, and see – and talk about their childhood. And you probably can get a better aspect of what you're about to get yourself into. Because I'm not the only person out there that has experienced this. But, um, but, um, but just, just, just talk, just have communication, just leave everything on the table. I mean, I mean, if I could say communication is everything, you know. Even though sometimes when you don't feel like talking, you have to talk about what's going on with you. You just can't keep everything ball up in you and say, well, I'm going to handle myself. Sometimes if you feel like you can't talk to your spouse, talk to your husband, talk to your wife, then you can talk to somebody else or no need to one about, about you. You can go to counseling. There's nothing wrong with going to counseling. You know, if I never went to counseling, I would never have the self awareness that I have right now. So Okay. Um, and let me say this, um, before we uh close. Uh we have one. Any plans to become a mentor when this leg of of your journey is over? Yeah, sure. Mhm. Yeah, as of right now I think you be um, I, I I I mean, as of right now I I do coach. I, I do coach AU on ball, so I mean, um, I got I got a couple guys that I, that I coach, and um, I'm very very tight with them. I mean, you know, a couple of them don't have um, fathers in their homes, and um, they're just single mothers, and you know, I make sure they, they raise good. Not only that, I make sure they ain't problems they're having. They can already talk to me. They got my phone number. If they can't talk to nobody else and they feel like nobody else can understand them, they can always call me any time of the night, any time. And um, so, 
Okay, you got a couple more comments in the queue. It says, like a big brother scenario, um, do you feel that you will be better in relationships moving forward? And you have another comment that says, excellent, I wish you the very best. Yeah, I really think once this is all over with, um, I think I'm going to be, I mean, if me and my wife get back together, I think I'm going to be the best husband that she ever had before. Because I told her once we separate that I'm going to come back better than what I was. And uh, hopefully, you know, I have a chance to prove to her that I am who I am, you know. But uh, we'll see. Okay. Well, again, I appreciate you coming, and um, I would love to have you back anytime you want to come back. And you have a wonderful evening, and I thank you again for coming, and have a great night. All right, right, no problem. And y'all take care, and y'all be safe. You too. And thank you, everyone, for listening and coming on, and I will see you again next week. It's not my fault. You've been lying, saying that I took away your Now you wanna blame me Like you have no options I take your options Now I'm not the problem Man, that's on you, yeah You've been terrorizing me Yeah, I'm always wrong I knew you lost your mind When you dropped that bomb Girl, are you crazy? Yeah, you must be crazy I've been thinking lately Lately it's you You stole your peace Put it on me But baby, it's you Lying like a rat But take your stuff back
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.